Hey, Lynn. Hey, Carl. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, thanks. How about you? I'm doing well. Where are we going today? So we're going to go walk through a couple of Vudal's Cove Wildlife Preserve paths. Lead the way. Welcome to Thin Places, a podcast experiment from Zion Episcopal Church in Douglaston, Queens. I'm Carl Adair, a seminarian and intern at Zion. And I'm Mother Lindsay Lenham, the rector at Zion. During the COVID-19 pandemic, we're not able to gather in person in our sanctuary for worship. We're not able to be with God or with each other in that familiar space. And that's hard for many of us. But this time is also an opportunity for us to connect with God in new ways, to sense God's presence in new places. This podcast is a way for us, as the Zion community, to share the new ways we're meeting God in this time of COVID-19, to tell each other about the thin places we've found, places where God feels close, where we can feel the breath of the Holy Spirit passing over us. A few weeks ago on a hot August Sunday, I went on a walk with Lynn Koch, all masked up. Lynn is a member of Zion and a lifelong resident of Douglaston, and she took me to Udall's Cove, a nature preserve that's just a few blocks from the church. Lynn and I talked about sensing God in nature, about what forests have to teach us, about new growth amidst loss. And Lynn spoke movingly and candidly about losing her own father, Alfred just a few months ago. So we're sitting down on a a fallen log. Not one of those that came down just last week with Isais. This has been here for a while, I think. Yeah, looks like the termites and the whole crew have moved in. Tell me a little bit about your relationship to nature and how you sense God here on your walks in Udall's Cove and outside. Well, I will tell you, God created everything, not just humans. You know, God created everything, and it's just, I've always had an affinity for the natural world, a curiosity about it. But, you know, you just look at the leaves, everything, everything, it's the cycle of life, and God just you know, makes me feel so blessed to have this. And I can just sit and meditate a little bit, sit and feel God's presence. And that is tremendous. I asked Lynn what God's presence felt like, like in her body. Peaceful, um, loving. Um, just almost, almost caressing in a way. Just, just, you know, just something that makes me feel at peace with the world and ready to go back and face what I need to face in, the, in you know, the, the human world. And Mother Lindsay, as you know, Lynn has been facing a lot in the last few months. Yeah, I mean, she's been the primary caretaker for her aging parents, taking them to and from appointments, picking up prescriptions at CVS, doing the shopping, And on top of all that, the added stress and threat of COVID. And then in the midst of it all, in June, her father, Alfred, died. 
Yeah, and Lynn spoke really candidly about her complicated and ongoing grief. The process of acknowledging that their relationship was really very difficult in some ways. And finding a place of peace and forgiveness in the midst of her disappointment and loss. I got the sense that this was one of the reasons why Udall's Cove felt like a thin place to Lynn. The forest is a place where cycles of growth and death and new growth are always underway, where nature itself witnesses to one of the foundations of our faith, that death is not the end. Even in death, new life is happening. Well, here, over here. This, this is a, a young tree which is waiting for one of the parents to go down so he'll get more light. I mean, you see the mature trees are getting most of the light. They hog it and the, the young trees just grow very, very slowly over time. If this tree goes down and you have much more light, this tree will get its chance. So here's a question for you, Lynn, yeah. and you don't have to answer. Um, you were telling me before about how when a mature tree comes down, it makes space for new things to happen. Um, your father died not too long ago. Yeah, two months. Tell me about your awareness of, of losing him and what maybe new things are happening in the space that he has left behind. My father was a very difficult man. Uh, after he died, I went into CVS to let them know that he uh, had passed. And just by chance, the pharmacist whom he had dealt with mostly came, you know, and she, I, tell, I told her and she said, what a lovely man your father was. It was always great to speak with him. We had such lovely conversations. And this is a person I never, I never got to know. You know, he was always um, standoffish. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he didn't want us to get close. And, you know, it was a shame because he was, the, per the person he could have been with us, he wasn't. And he, he shined with other people. He, he had such dissatisfaction in many ways with, with the life in the family that it was just, it was stressful. And some of the stress has been removed, not all, but some of the stress has been removed because you're not feeling disapproval. And I, I tried, you know, I tried really hard to do a whole lot, <laughs> you know, especially when he started going in and out of the hospital, coordinating things. He had no idea how much work that involved, because <laughs> I literally became his patient advocate. I miss him, but I, I miss most especially the person he could have been with us instead of the person he was with us. And there's a part of me that feels hurt by it, you know? Because life could have been so much different. It's just... It sounds like almost in a way he 
is also one of those little saplings that never got a chance to grow in the way that he could have in yeah. this sphere of your life together. Something, something blocked out the sun for him. Oh yeah, oh my gosh, yes. And that, that's, that's kind of a bit of a small tragedy. Lynn told me that mercifully, her father's life didn't end with dissatisfaction. And my father, I believe, is at peace when I saw him in bed. He was, he was like sleeping on his side with his hands like this. And he, his expression was peaceful and he just died peacefully, probably in the early morning. And that, you know, I do believe that there is something afterwards. I really do. I don't think that this is all there is. And I do believe I'll see him again someday. He has two brothers and his parents. He never met either of his grandfathers, so he, uh, he now can meet them, mm. you know? Do you think that in meeting those members of his family and fathers and grandfathers, do you think your father experiences their satisfaction? Yes, I think, I think where they all are now Whatever heaven, you know, whatever heaven is, um, I, I don't think there's any contention. I don't think that there's any. I think it's only forgiveness and love. Mm. And I, I think that if he can look back on his life here, he could see, you know, how things were and how he might have been able to do things to, to be different. But I, I'm not sure that there would be any regret in that sense, because I don't think it's about regret. I think it's about realizing how life is and going on from there, and that he, that he's happy, that he's, you know, able to do, if, if you know, you can do things. I don't, I don't have any preconceived notion of what heaven is, mm. but if he can do things that he really enjoys, He'll be with our dog, Sam, and he'll be taking Sam sailing. Lynn, how is that process of, of looking back, not with regret, but with forgiveness, how has that process been working for you in the last two months? Well, I tell you, slowly, I can, I can, I'm, get, I'm getting a certain peace within myself where I don't get riled and really angry anymore, and it's, it's helping me to heal. <laughs> and that, that's a blessing, it really is. That, that's something from God. Wow. Yeah, I felt really honored that Lynn would invite me and us into this process. When I think about the people I've lost, I'm reminded that my grief was not and is not a smooth, straight line. It's more like a winding forest path. For me, one of the things that came up while listening to Lynn is that nature reminds us that the world is bigger than our experience of it. The grass is still growing. Life is still going on. It reminds me of a day back in May Back then, the rates of infection and death from COVID-19 were really high, and we were all feeling very grim. 
Out of the blue, Zion parishioners Aaron Gustafson and Dan Ott knocked on my office door to show me a nest of baby robins right outside my office. Aaron's grandmother had recently died, and we were so moved to see new life amid so much suffering and death. Those baby birds were so new and tiny and full of hope and trust that their mama would bring them back some food. It reminded us that there is so much more going on all around us, so many cycles and seasons. I'm really good at keeping myself in the center of everything. But taking some deep breaths out in nature reminds me that, like you said, the, the world is so much bigger than me. And God is caring for all of it, even when I'm in a season that feels tough. God has so much to teach us through nature. God's creation has so much wisdom to share with us if we can practice paying attention. So let's practice. If you can, push the pause button and step outside. If you want to visit the exact spot where Lynn and I had our conversation, check the episode description for a map that will help you find the fallen log at the bend in the path. Or go to your window and look around. Find a spot where you want to spend a few moments. What do you see? What color combinations do you notice? What does the air feel like on your skin? Do you notice any particular smells? Listen to the sounds around you, the sounds of traffic, the animal noises, maybe even the sound of silence. What is growing? Do you notice any signs of new life? What is dying? What is changing color or texture, moving into another phase in the cycle of life? Now think about a part of your life that is emerging into a new cycle that is changing. What does this tree bark or that bird song or those first changing leaves have to teach you today? What wisdom does nature hold for you in the midst of all the changes we're going through right now? I invite you to let this all just be. And I invite you to pray with me. Life-giving God, you care for the lilies of the field and the birds of the air, for the tree felled by the wind and the new sprouts just touched by the sun. You made this earth as a place where all forms of life could flourish and nourish one another. We confess that we so often want to understand and control everything that is happening around us and within us. Help us to remember that you called us to be stewards of changes and cycles that are bigger than us. Help us to see that you are holding us and all the changes and cycles of our lives and that you are always walking beside us. May we live into your infinite forgiveness and share it with others. 
We ask all these things in the name of your Son, who walked among us upon this earth. Amen. So how did that feel? Did you find a thin place just now? The world just felt a little bigger around me as we prayed. Yeah, and sometimes just a little bigger is enough. God can work with that. So we're planning to release one of these episodes every week for the next few weeks. And we're looking for thin places we don't know about yet. If you're listening and you've got a place where you experience God's presence in this time of pandemic, write us and tell us at zionchurch11363 at aol.com. We may be a church with a podcast, but we still use AOL. Or you can post on our Facebook page. That's Zion Episcopal Douglaston. Our music was composed by Nick Marcella, and we got production help from DJ Kashmir and Meg Kramer. This project was generously supported by a grant from the Episcopal Evangelism Society. And of course, this week, our huge thanks to Lynn Koch for sharing her wisdom and her story. Check back next week for an episode highlighting the labyrinth we built last year in our churchyard. Until then, keep your eyes and ears and heart open for the unexpected ways that God is speaking into your life and working to heal this world. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Stay safe, everybody.